Welcome, welcome, welcome to Staying Power, a show and podcast that is all about resilience, what it is and what it isn't, how we know if we have it, and what to do if we realize we don't have it or don't have as much of it as we would like. Say that three times fast. In the end, resiliency is a choice. Joining me once again to share our, our ideas and our experiences and helping others from around the world develop their own resilience is my friend, my colleague, my co-host, Tawny Santabria. She's here again. Hi, Tawny. How are you? I am doing well. How are you, JD? You know what? I'm good. I'm good. Excited to dig more into this stuff. I love this stuff. I mean, every mm -hmm. time we come in, there's always something really interesting to talk about when it comes to resiliency. And of course, the more we can develop it, uh, the more things we get to enjoy, the more ease, more flow, more meaning, more experiences, all these things. So yeah. So mm -hmm. what's on, what's on your mind today? Well, what's on my mind today? Lots of things are on my mind today, but as far as staying power goes, yeah, um, <laughs> I'm wondering about um, honesty. We talked about courage last time, uh -huh. and um, and I and I think and we talked we've talked about awareness and and I was thinking about honesty as being a little bit different than either and both of those. Um, and so I thought we'd kind of dig in there and see what we can uncover. Okay. What do you think? I love it. I think it's good. I think it's it's hefty, certainly. Um, and is. there's and there's also some subtleties in there, right? You know, when I think the the easiest thing we go to is with honesty. The first thing I think we tend to go to is telling the truth, speaking the truth, right? But it's always it's it's so much more than that isn't it? I mean, it's, and, and again, as, as every topic is that we talk about, this one is, is one that has been deemed important throughout the ages, throughout every part of the world. Honesty is a virtue that is universal to the human experience. I mean, it's put forward as a virtue, one of the primary virtues. First quote that comes to mind, I mean, because I think historically, you know me, right? Thomas Jefferson's great line about it. Honesty is the first chapter in the book of wisdom. Mm -hmm. You know, there's so mm -hmm. many. Um, I was like Mark Twain for, for good truth telling. Um, if you tell the truth, you don't have to remember anything. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, that does help. Yeah. That does help, especially when you get older like us, right? When memory right. starts to go. Right, yeah. mm -hmm. right. Mm -hmm. You know, and then, of course, there's, there's the ethics question, like ethical, honest behavior, standing up, acting consistently on the basis of honest beliefs and honest statements, following through on what you say you're going to do you know, living by a code of ethics that you claim, you know, um, Immanuel Kant, the great philosopher, did a whole book of ethics that was so much about honesty in which he said, you know, you can tell the truth about something factually, but if you're telling that truth from a position of you're trying to gain something because of it, or you're being dishonest in your motives, are you really being honest? Right. He would ask those, those types of questions. So you can have truthful statements that might be honest statements but not coming from necessarily honest motives. You know, so to me, that's what, you know, makes it meaty mm -hmm. in the end. But, uh, but it, all those threads do fit together in some ways, right? I mean, it, this, is a, this is something that is really fundamental to developing resiliency and developing a sense of self. We have to be honest with ourselves, <laughs> right? If we want to grow, I suppose. Yeah, and, and honesty is so tough because... Mm -hmm. It, uh, you know, in our other, um, in our other show, uh, breaking up with our 
uh, bullshit. We talk a lot about mm -hmm. stories and survival um, strategies and, and coping mechanisms. Mm -hmm. And and to I think of honesty as a practice. Yeah, it is right. So it's it's more than just like telling the truth. It's more than just acting ethically, although it fits into that. And it's more than just um, sort of saying what's on our mind, mm -hmm. um, because real honesty means that we've really got to know ourselves well. Yeah. Yeah. You... And no, go ahead. Yeah. And, and as and as kids, when we are learning about how to survive, we develop all sorts of coping mechanisms that keep us from knowing ourselves. Mm -hmm. So then when we're in um, adult relationships or we're having to, you know, struggle with like, okay, how do I answer? How do I how do I show up? Right. Even even people pleasing is not honest. Right. Guilting others is not honest. Mm -hmm. Coercing others is not honest. Is marketing even honest? <laughs> Advertising, like, like, mm -hmm. you know, let's like really look at honesty as as a practice, right? And it does mean that we have to really know ourselves well. Right. Right. Because if we don't, where do you know? How do you know you're, what you're being honest from, or what you're being consistent to? You don't. You know, mm -hmm. it's. Um, the great playwright and later, you know, political activist and, and Czech president Vlach of Havel captured it perfectly once for me when he was talking about pol political systems, but it was true in life as well. It's like if, if the main pillar of your own system is living a lie, then it is not surprising that the fundamental threat to it is living the truth, <laughs> right? You know, and that's what comes up for me with that is that if you don't, if we don't know who we are or how we are, then we don't know really know where we're being honest from, or we don't necessarily trust. And I have this experience. We don't necessarily trust where it's coming from. Right. I mean, for me, once upon a time, I, I had a lot of anxiety about, about honesty and I look on it in, in retrospect and it's because I didn't know what I stood for or what I really thought or what I really believed in or what was really mine versus somebody else's. You know, and that takes time. And and for me, as I've talked about on the show before, when when I was in my running and gunning addiction days, I was all about dishonesty, right? And all about lying, living a you know double lives, and 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 covering things up, and telling half truths, and you know using truthful statements to cover up dishonest behavior and such and such. And that was just being unmoored from myself and from reality. And of course. The devastation that comes with that when you, you know, in my case, trying to cope with it with anything that would just numb it out. That's the stakes. That's an, you know, maybe an extreme example for some people. But it was really, I had no idea where I was moored. And that, you know, for me, honesty is visceral in its importance, you know, to keep, to keep me in that place that is not all those things I just described. Sure. Absolutely. I think um, uh, it shows up in all kinds of different ways. And certainly um, even folks who don't have, you know, even though the white lies I think about, right? Like oh, those yeah. little small things, well, just, just tell them this, mm -hmm. right? Just, just say that, mm -hmm. you know, I'll, you know, cover it with a little bit of sugar, mm -hmm. right? Those kind of, you know, figuring out what they want to hear. So then, 
That's what's being spoken. Mm-hmm. All of that is a practice of dishonesty. Yeah. Or, or whatever else, but it's not a practice of honesty, right? And we know that the, the more that we do a particular thing, the better we get at it. Yeah. 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 Whatever it is. Uh huh. Yeah. That avoidance, we practice that too. <laughs> you know, we, yeah. Whatever it is, we uh-huh. get better at it, right? Yeah. Yeah. So if, if we're spending a whole lot of time not really wanting to know ourselves or, you know, just kind of covering things up with a, um, with a story here or, or sort of like an embellishment there, Mm -hmm. then it gets easier and easier and easier to move away from ourselves. And, and people know this people, people might not know exactly what's going on, but energetically it's being felt Mm -hmm. like, huh, something's just not right. Mm -hmm. I don't know what it is. And, and oftentimes we don't dig any deeper, but, but it's still there. Uh And it can impact our ability to, you know, take care of ourselves or to um, see clearly or to, uh, you know, it just kind of like oozes in from person to person to person. Mm -hmm. And we're Mm -hmm. all wanting to sort of get away from it all. Mm -hmm. And if we were all sort of more committed to really being clear and aware of ourselves and then showing up genuinely with no agenda, but to show up as our genuine, transparent, mm-hmm. and 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 authentic self, then we dial down the stressometer. <laughs> yeah, in everybody's body. Yeah, that we are with, and 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 less confusion and, and less frustration and less all of the rest and, of that unpleasantness. And, yeah, and more of a possibility of really connecting and growing and feeling feeling connected, which is something that we all want and we all yearn for. And that, and that's the type of thing that can then curb down things like loneliness, isolation, feeling alienated, feeling the need to be defensive. It's, it's just me against everybody else. I can't trust anyone. I can't, you know, that type of thing, which is endemic in so many of our, our relationships because they're affected by these externals that we talk about on the show all the time that feed on the very things we're talking about, right? Marketing, news right? Mm-hmm. Debate, um, mm-hmm. you know, sloganeering, you know, po- politicking, posturing that feed on mm-hmm. all of these things that run exactly counter mm-hmm. to these things. And, and again, you know, if we sense all that in our bodies on some level, we're sensing that things are not okay, or that, that things aren't consistent, th- things aren't congruent, that things aren't honest, that, things are too simplistic or there's a bigger question, bigger picture than that. There's other possibilities. And the defensiveness that comes with that, in my own experience, it can make it really tough to want to then, I need to be honest with myself, first of all, because we've been trained to kind of put up these defenses or to keep distance. And honesty requires us to first do that with ourselves and then consider what that means for everything else that we interact with. Yeah, it, it is a tough one because um, let's get clear, we're, we're conditioned to not be honest. Exactly. We're conditioned to yep. put up, put up um, a mask. Yeah. yeah. That, and, and, and we are, we're conditioned to believe that, gosh, if we really were honest, mm-hmm. meaning, you know, emotionally aware and, 
and we would we we could appear weak. We yeah. could give somebody too much ammunition to use against us. Yep. Right. So this is a hard one. This is a tough one. This isn't an just a a one that's like be more honest on the surface using words to sort of mm -hmm. describe it. Like this is this is one that is it is you know uh, a part of um, how we would show up. Yeah. And it's not the easy way to show up. No, it is not. And and that's why I like that you know talking about it as a practice at the front end is is so important because it does take practice because you know the 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 conditioning that we have the messaging that we get if we are if if there's anything supposed to be honest the messaging that we get is make sure you fashion it in just the right way make it palatable make it smooth or make it in such a way that it's useful to whatever it is that i need Right, whether that's in business or whether that's in a you know personal relationship, make it palatable. When honesty doesn't have to be brutal in the sense of meanly delivered, or you know with hostile intent or anything like, that. and yet to be really honest means running some risks. You know, there's there's vulnerabilities there that that we can't necessarily anticipate, and and yet. Again, my own experience is the only way to really, it's such the starting point for growth and for change and for resilience in a lot of ways. I realize there's no one starting point. But this one is so important because if we can't practice this, it is going to limit or make impossible so many of the other things that we talk about in developing resiliency and being able to live better with it. Does that make sense? Totally does. I think I, and again, I, this, this might be, although I agree with you, like if we have this on board and we're committed to this kind of a practice, we're committed to, you know, really digging deep and even checking with ourselves. Am I even really being honest with myself? Mm -hmm. Am I even merely being honest with other people? Why did I just say that when that's not even true right. for me? <laughs> Why did I say I'm even fine when I'm actually not? Like, I mean, like, not that we have to dig, you know, get into those spaces necessarily, but we want to question ourselves. We could even say like, well, it wasn't safe with that person to say more. That's why I said fine. Right. Right. Like, like there could be a good reason for that. Of course. Um, and so, but, but about asking ourselves these questions. So we're sort of like looking around and digging around, investigating sort of like, okay, am I really as honest as I choose or say that I am because oftentimes many of us think that we we are the honest ones <laughs> and everybody else is not, else is not. <laughs> right so and 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 we're all doing this we all think we're the honest ones <laughs> and 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 it's because it's such a, a a a piece of our culture to just again say what is the nice thing say what you're supposed to say, say it in the way yeah. that you're supposed to say it blah, yeah. blah, blah, blah. and make sure everybody's happy with you. All of those kinds of things to make it seem like we're sort of playing this role in a way that we're supposed to, mm -hmm. but none of that is necessarily honest, right? Like as kids, we learn again, coping mechanisms, survival mechanisms, all the things, but we also learn how to get our needs met. Yeah. Because we need to get needs met. Yep. And we know what, to do if somebody's not happy with it. We learn what to do if somebody's not, mom's not happy with me. Yep. Here's, here's what I do. 
Yep. I go make I go make her a sandwich. Uh-huh. Now she, now she seems like she's a little bit happier with me. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I have learned, you know, over time, that doesn't just one time thing, but I've learned that if I sort of like butter somebody up. Yeah. Or if I, you know, do some some of these things, mm-hmm. then I can get my needs met. But that's not working with honesty necessarily. Exactly. Exactly. That just makes the coping mechanism. You know how to make a really good sandwich. You know, the, the, the metaphor, some, right. Yeah. The met, right. Mm-hmm. The metaphor of that, right. You become really good at moving to that, to that mechanism. And yeah, I mean, it's, and I mean, it just reminds me of so many things, you know, the, the, um, I have a, I have a good friend who was a foster parent for a long time. And, and what she confronted all the time was kids, you know, coming into the home and would take food, sneak food off the table and hold it with them, right? It's, it's something that a lot of us have heard before. But that's the same, like another example, right? In that case, they're doing something that most people would say, well, you're stealing something you don't need to steal. Well, <laughs> you know, the coping mechanism they've learned with is that that's important. You know? and, and that's not to say that's a wrong thing or that because it's not. I'm not putting a judgment on it. I get where that comes from. But we all learn those things. And so to unlearn them, if we learn them through practice, to unlearn them and develop new ones is going to take practice. Yes. And like you said earlier, it's a risky, we could lose relationships. Yeah. We could lose things yeah. that we've counted on yeah. if we're going to dig deeper and get clearer with ourselves and, and, commit to being honest. So there's a lot of risk in this one. I think if we're just starting out with resiliency and if we're going to go ahead and dive in and start on this one, it's going to be a little wobbly. Yeah. Yeah. um, Because we might uncover some things for ourselves Mm -hmm. that we haven't worked through. Mm -hmm. We haven't processed. And then what, what does that mean for us if we're really going to try to make this change yeah. in our lives. So this is one that isn't a quick, quick fix. And, 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 and maybe, maybe courage can be developed first, <laughs> yeah, right? Right. Because this is going to take, <laughs> yeah. this is going to take some courage for sure. Yeah. 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 There's, it, it's not, it doesn't have to be a race to get there. Right. It doesn't have to be a, you know, and I, I can sometimes see the, the overcompensation, you know, we've talked about this before where, Suddenly someone says, I'm done. I'm just going to say what I think. I'm going to be honest all the time. <laughs> and what ends up happening is maybe, again, like, like Kant, a lot of truthful statements maybe about how they're feeling on whatever it might be. But it might or, not be or, coming from the truthful place. Yeah, right, right. What do you or say? Reactivity. reactivity. Or reactivity. Yeah, reactivity. Right. And that, that's the other part is like when we just have a feeling and, and we just want to blurt it, that's <laughs> not necessarily honesty. Exactly. That is reactivity. So yeah, that's good. Um, that that's the part that that's what on, you know, developing this, this sort of like honesty value and practice helps us to really see that what mm-hmm. what is really the reactivity based on past stuff? Mm-hmm. And what is actually the reality mm-hmm. of, of this moment? Right? Right? Yeah, it's it is something that is a, a space in the body when you when you learn to feel it you know, that, that honest space. Cause other, if it's reactivity, it's, there's something else. There's something else. You know, I, I usually, when I hear people say to me either directly or something like that, well, um, I'm just a really, I'm brutal, being brutally honest. 
something. Usually, my experience that I've seen is that's reactivity. <laughs> it's like, you know. yeah, or, or, or there's an agenda. Right. That's the other side. Right. Yeah. E- either way. Oh. And um, on honesty isn't really, I mean, the, the honest part of an agenda would be, hey, here's my agenda. This is what I would prefer you to do. Uh-huh. This is how I'd prefer you to do it because it benefits me, <laughs> right? So that would be um, that would be the part of of an of you know of, of, yeah mm-hmm. yeah yeah as opposed to not having that agenda and being in that space and being open and being honest about whatever it is feelings thoughts situations interactions whatever it might be um, uh, in in that moment. Yeah. Yeah. Those, you don't hear a lot of conversations like that. Like you just. No, no, but that would be an honest conversation, right? It would. Or or some honest marketing. Let's hear some honest marketing. I'd love to hear that. Yeah. Some honest marketing. This, this product that you can buy for $2.99 and that isn't really healthy for you, but it tastes really good. And, and it's going to remind you of when you were a kid and you like thinking back to when you were a kid and you like that nostalgia. And you know what? If you don't eat a ton of it, enjoying it here and there would be good. So please think of us when you want to kind of step back and you want something to taste good, but don't go crazy with this because it may not be the best thing for you, right? Right. I'm intrigued. Now I got to go try it, right? right? Like that would be- At least be more, honest. But yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. But yeah, but then so much of it is, again, that, that what, are you, what are you basing it on? You know, one of the great statements- you know, in my recovery life that has always stuck with me is it's not specifically around honesty, but I think it applies. And that is, you know, what are you doing and how are you behaving when nobody's watching? Mm-hmm. You know, that being consistent with that, right? Because, you know, for, for somebody who's, who's, you know, trying to move away from addiction, you spend a lot, the majority of your time by yourself making choices about your own behavior, what you're going to do, what you're going to take, what you're going to imbibe in, what you're not, you know, (laughs) you have to be honest with yourself in that before anything else. And in the end, that's going to be the arbiter of, of success and growth or continued struggles. And so it can't just be about anything you put forward with an agenda. It can't be that. It, it's got to start. It's got to be, if it's really going to develop resiliency from a a more core level. And that takes time to dig into, because like you said, a lot's going to come up as it did for me, as it does for anybody. When you start getting really honest, <laughs> takes up a lot of stuff you got to look at. And mm-hmm. you do lose things. You lose things that you depended on once, behaviors, ideas, practices. You can lose relationships. Um, but you gain a lot. That's the, whole, that's the other side of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Yeah. So, um, and, and I want to make sure that we're not, um, necessarily trying to, um, talk anybody into anything. Right? Oh yeah, of course. Um, cause we can't promise whether or not somebody's going to gain a lot, you know, so don't take our word for it necessarily. This is hard work, but, um, if there's that interest in sort of clearing things up and cleaning things up, um, sticking with some honest practices could be really helpful. I was talking to somebody, it made me think about, I was talking to somebody just the other day. And um, one of the reasons why he's, he's, he's just learning about himself, 
one of the reasons why he doesn't share emotionally is because he doesn't want somebody, he doesn't want to give anybody power mm-hmm. to know in the knowing of what he's feeling. So, oh, yeah. so he, so he learned that if he says that this makes me feel sad, when you do this, this makes me feel sad, or this makes me feel hopeless, or this makes me feel hurt or um, shame or what, that, that he's giving power to the other person who's hearing this, who mm-hmm. made him feel something, mm-hmm. right? And so he was conditioned to believe somehow or the other that, that you know, you don't give away your power and, and by, by, by being genuine, yourself fully mentally emotionally spiritually um that you will and and you share that with somebody you're going to be giving them power Mm -hmm. and i would i would disagree with that actually Mm -hmm. um but so it's going to take a little bit of time for for him to sort of um play with this honesty thing um and whether things turn out better or not who knows Mm-hmm. But at least, at least he wouldn't, he doesn't necessarily need to continue to be so protective of himself. Right. In this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, it's something that I, I know that I want to keep working on myself is making sure I'm very clear. My own experience is my own experience, you know, and I've been fortunate um, to see benefits from it. But you're right. It's more important to recognize that it's about the things you end up letting go of, right, that aren't serving. What comes out of that is anybody's guess, is anybody's guess. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. um, so yeah. So thank you for that. Cause it's a good thing for me to remember that, that, um, and to remember, make sure I'm making clear. It's what I'm always thinking. Just not always clear about it. that's my experience <laughs> with this mm-hmm. and everybody else is going to have their own. So appreciate mm-hmm. that. Um, well, this was, man, we could do a whole other, we could probably just keep going on this pretty much every topic we keep going on. Unfortunately, we only have so much time and we've run out of it for this time, Tony. So thank you so much. Mm-hmm. Thank you. This yeah, was fun. Yeah, it was. It was a really good topic. Um, has me thinking about a lot of things. Hopefully it has all of you listening, thinking about a lot of things as well. And hope you enjoyed this episode of Staying Power. Remember, if you missed any of this episode or any other episodes, you can catch Staying Power as a podcast wherever you get your podcasts. Thank you so much for subscribing, for leaving us a review, for sharing it with your friends, your family, your social networks, anyone you think would benefit Um, from learning more about resiliency and about themselves along the way. And that's probably all of us in some way, shape, or form. We will be back next week with another episode of Staying Power. And remember, if you subscribe during the middle of the week, you will get a short little mini podcast every week called The Four. Four ideas, four tips, four things that uh, you can try out during your week and see what they do for you. So subscribe to that. You'll get that every single week. Um, So until next time on Staying Power, I am J.D.K. Winnikin. And I am Tani Santabria. Thanks so much, everyone. We will see you soon.